You're listening to The Local Maximum, episode 189. Time to expand your perspective. Welcome to The Local Maximum. Now, here's your host, Max Clark. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. You have reached another Local Maximum. Uh, welcome to part two of our 9-11 episode. I almost said 9-11 special, but that just sounds so wrong. Uh, it's a very special episode. It is a special episode. Um, but uh, And it's kind of a difficult episode to get through, and I think this second part is going to be even more difficult um, than the first, although I think we're going to run through the actual 9-11 part of 9-11 pretty quickly and then get into um, some of the stories that I remember in the aftermath of 9-11, which I think are not as much cov- not covered as much these days. It might not be covered uh, in kind of retellings of the story, um, but are more related to my experiences in New York. Um, okay. So I, I don't know what, what you did in your family, but when we got up, first of all, it was like incredibly hard to get everyone up early in the morning for these schools. I don't know why they started like seven, eight in the morning. Well, I know why, but it's like, <laughs> it's, uh, it's not fun. So we always had like, uh, these, uh, early shows and, um, uh, you know, good morning, not good morning, New York, but like shows like that on, uh, in the morning during breakfast. And it was like, you know, Katie Couric and Matt Lauer, uh, were on Matt Lauer doesn't, uh, do that anymore, <laughs> but, uh, we, yeah, but, uh, um, that, that morning there was, there was an early show. And if you watch some of these clips, it's pretty amazing how all of them are talking about frivolous things uh very light very like this is a perfect day very like this is like a really nice summer september day um and there was one uh you know one kind of you know uh weather and traffic guy being like you know just a normal uh september day and i think the actual quote is it's really quiet we like it quiet maybe too quiet Back to you. <laughs> that was the end Oof, of it. Yeah. So, and that was as the first planes were being hijacked. Um, crazy enough. So, let's get back to that morning. We have you walking to what I believe is the North Cafeteria, and me in the North Cafeteria when we find out. Now, back then, Weston actually had two cafeterias. They had a North Cafeteria and a South Cafeteria. And when they redesigned the schools, they were like, no, 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 that's, um, that's like uh, not diverse enough or, or not. No, no, no. It, it, they probably gave a reason for diversity. Don't want a Hatfields and McCoy situation to be <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't remember it being that bad, but it was like notoriously. I, I, I think there may have been a little bit of like, well, the jocks eat in this cafeteria. Right. And the South. theater kids eat in this cafeteria. South, the North. Right, right. So I was in the North for my free time. Um, and so, so this happens. And all I heard was that a plane crashed into the World Trade Center. That's what someone said. The TV was not on. There was a TV in the North cafeteria, but it wasn't on. I didn't know I'd turn it on. I feel like the... Uh, you know, the remote was like really high. I didn't want to reach it. I was probably doing homework and I was like, all right, it didn't really feel like a big news story when I first heard it because, you know, there are plane crashes all the time. There's flight 800. There was, there's plane crashes. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. All right. I I don't know what, what your first, uh, so, so I, I remember where I was standing. I, I was 
uh, I was walk, walking down the hall, you know, from, from the main entrance down, down that main corridor, you know, past, past the office, uh, towards, towards the, the T intersection with the, the, by the cafeterias there. Right. Uh, and, and someone, I can't remember who, uh, actually like ran by me and, and basically like threw the news at me as they were running by. And I, I can't remember Typical how much the story was, was developed at that point. It, it right. could, I mean, it was, it was certainly before, uh, plane number two. So, right. so, and, and, and they couldn't have known that much, but I, I had been in the, in the library for, you know, the last 30 minutes or so. So I, I, I almost certainly missed, uh, part of the, the development of the story that it, it, it hadn't just happened, but, uh, it was, I, I, I had been oblivious until, until and, that moment. Yeah. And part of our, part of our story happens in the library because I'm sure as soon as you left, people started bringing up hmm. websites and stuff. Um, whatever it is, like, you know, uh, MSN news network or whatever they had back then. I don't know what it was. Uh, but, but there, there are all sorts of, um, there are all sorts of websites you can go to and, um, right. But that first plane, it didn't feel like a world changing event. It just felt like there was a, everyone was still assuming, well, this is a terrible accident. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't remember where I was when they said, when, when I learned a second plane hit, I just don't remember. I think it could have been one of those things where it was literally between classes, not like you walking down the hall, but when they were like, everybody's, everybody's walking down the hall. Um, but I do remember the announcement that the principal made during, um, during math class, which was like the next period. Uh, uh, I think the period right before lunch. Do you remember that? No, that refreshed my memory. So, I mean, I don't, you know, oftentimes I think I hear something recorded and then I listen to it and it sounds very different than what I remember. So this is 20 years of memory. But I, so I remember her saying like, you know, I know many of you have heard of the attacks on New York and, and Washington. And it was something like, I don't remember what she said next, but I remember using the word attack, even though I'd already known there was a second plane, was a little bit jarring to me mm. because terrorist attack and attack sound very different. And I know that's weird. It's like, well, a terrorist attack sounds like a, a, a kind of attack, but attack, it was almost like the nation is under attack versus a terrorist attack is more like, um, you know, the... Uh, the, the Oklahoma city bombing or something, you know, terrible thing. Maybe it's the same thing, but it almost, it sounded less, I don't know. It sounded more official. And I almost, I, I almost, cause I hadn't seen the pictures yet. I almost thought, uh, they might have been overreacting. Hmm. So I don't, I, 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 I don't know. And then of course there's obviously more to that announcement, uh, but I don't remember what it was. It probably was saying like, maybe you can go home. Maybe you could use the phone. I, I don't, remember at all what the second part of the announcement was yeah well and and, and some context there that uh we we went to school in a, a small town in connecticut um and it's perhaps an exaggeration to say that 50 percent of of the households uh, had someone who commuted into the city yeah uh, but a significant right. I portion forgot that. I forgot of, that. of the households in in our hometown uh were people who worked you know rode the train into new york city um and and you know i i I'm I'm racking my brain to remember if if any of our classmates actually had parents who were who were in the towers. I I I can't recall. I don't remember any. Uh, I I know 
I had a next door neighbor who who used to work in the towers. Um, yeah. Who who at that point was no longer doing so. But I remember but it there would was not someone have been who unusual to to yeah. know somebody who who did work in the World Trade Center. I remember who someone who was saying like a parent who was saying I was supposed to be there that day. Uh, so yeah. So um, uh, lunchtime comes around. I don't know if you remember this, but I had lunch with you that day. I, I do not. It's, it's all a blur. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this was, um, uh, so first of all, uh, this was, I, I remember where it was. I remember it was in the South cafeteria. Now, like you said, like the theater kids went to the North cafeteria and was it the, the jocks went to the South cafeteria. So I was theater. So I usually went to North, but for some reason that day we were eating in South. I don't know why, but I definitely remember we were in South. Um, because it wasn't that, um, you know, it, it wasn't like you couldn't eat there. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I eat in the South cafeteria. I don't know. Maybe it was like my class was there. I don't know. Um, so, I mean, we were talking about it, but uh, you know, I don't remember all the details of the conversation, but it was, uh, I wish we had a recording of it. You re, uh, <laughs> republish it, uh, at this point. Yeah. I, I, I do remember, I, I, I want to we say didn't it know was who in, it was. I remember Mr. Sidoli's class. I remember speculating. Watching the I remember trying to speculate with you who it was. Mm. We had no idea. Like who would do this was kind of a thing. So sorry. Go ahead. What was that class? I I, I, I remember. I I want to say that we were in in. Uh, oh, maybe maybe, maybe it, I wouldn't have been taking a class. Was I taking a class with with Mr. Sidoli at that point? Who was was one of our yes. history teachers? I, I I was too. Okay, but I don't know if it was the same class. Was it the Western Civ? Uh, it, would we've been taking that senior year? I, I yes. think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was taking so, it. So, so, so yeah, that, that I mean, there might've been, been multiple ones. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he, he uh, either wheeled in or I, I, I guess there probably wasn't a TV in the room, but I think he wheeled one, you know, wheeled in one off the AV card or whatever. And, and we were watching. Um, oh, so you, so that, uh, cause I was going to get into the science teachers, but that happened. Uh, it's, it's so, possible that I'm mixing up memories there, but for some yeah. reason in my brain, uh, Mr. Sidoli was was in the room there, and and maybe yeah. he he retreated to the uh, to the science wing. Gotcha, gotcha. So um, right, right. But, so but but there was definitely a you know a, a, a acknowledgement from at least some of the teachers that yeah we're not getting anything uh, productive on the syllabus done today. This is something important, and and we're going to watch this because uh, I'm sure the they administ- wanted to know what what was going on just as much as we did, and and. Yeah, it was it was a big deal. And the administration uh, didn't really want to uh, didn't want us to do that. Like I, I remember, so people well, say, I'm sure they wanted to keep things as normal as possible. Right. So at, first, at that point, the that that uh, that ship had sailed. So first, I heard that they cut the internet. It was like what they cut the internet. That was the first. I've never seen the internet cut before. Mm. It was so new. It's like this is it's never been cut. Uh, it's gone out, but it's never been cut. Um, and uh, then in the afternoon, I had science class. And science was kind of in the back of the school, if we can explain it. And they set up the TV in the back room, like all the way, you know, uh, basically, if you walk out the door there, you're walking outside into the woods. Uh, so, um, and that back room was not where class was. They just brought all the science classes in there every every period for the next thing. And so now even when I go into the school, even though it's completely renovated, when I go past that room, I'm like, that's the 9-11 room because 
I didn't do anything else in that room the whole time we were in high school. Yeah. Uh, so it turned on, and I remember uh, like thinking, okay, like so there's a plane crash. But I remember the the first thing the, the news was, you know, saying it's hard to believe, but this is New York, and I saw s- basically the entire downtown Manhattan covered in smoke, like it, because the tower had fell, but it almost looked like you know the entire all of lower Manhattan is like rough fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's sort of what it looked like. And it was like, holy shit. And um, it was, I, and I feel like that is when people changed from like kids being all excited, sharing news to like, you know, this just got real. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I remember some people were crying uh, and, you know, people were, uh, all all of a sudden became very somber. Nobody was like, at that point, like nobody was joking around about it once we saw it was going on TV. And I, it took me a while to figure out that the, that the whole tower had fell. And I'll get into a little bit because I feel like that moment is probably the most dramatic moment of the whole day, that first tower falling. In, in, uh, in particular because uh, the world was watching. Uh, the world that, was that watching. That's a lot probably of people... when most of the deaths happened. Yeah. Well, yeah, that too. Well, I, I, sorry. I was, I was thinking when the second plane hit um, that, mm. that because right. everyone was, you know, the, the, all, all the news cameras and everything were, were already tuned in on it and, and, and they saw that actually happen. And that's when it became clear that this, this wasn't just an accident. Uh, but yeah, when the tower came down, that's, there, there, there were probably a couple hundred people who died on the planes and, and, some number of, of additional people who died, you know, in the buildings from the impacts. But, but yeah, when the towers came down, that's, that's what really the majority I'd say of, of the fatalities happened that day. Right. Right. So, I mean, I, I have on my phone and the reason why I have this on my phone is because I downloaded it from like Napster back in 2002, which it was Kids, ask your parents. not quite legal. <laughs> Um, but I I, I, ha- I, I, st- I still have the file, and it's Howard Stern's broadcast from that day, which, um, you know, interestingly enough, they don't want to they don't want anyone to have anymore, um, and and I see the reason why it's it's uh, locked away in the archive. Yeah, but I, I have it, so I can listen to it. So I'll, I'll report on on what I said. So uh, it, it's no longer widely available. So first of all, it starts off like every other morning news report. It's like totally. Normal day, they were talking about totally frivolous stuff. They're talking about, uh, you know, they did a very kind of like mean skit about the kid who was like in, there, there was a kid who was like supposed to be in Little League who won the championship, but it turned out he was 15, not 12. And, uh, but they did, it was kind of, you wouldn't do that today because they were making fun of his like uh, uh, Latin, you know, the, the Hispanic uh, angle to it. Um, <laughs> then the the whole hour before was like the fact that um, they were saying that Howard Stern was at a club once and um, Pamela Anderson kissed him, but he didn't go further. And they were like giving him crap for that for an hour. And, and, that, and he, that, that sounds like classic Howard Stern. Yeah, yeah. And, they, uh, and, and it, this was just like the whole stuff. And they kept just coming back to it like they wouldn't let him go off to another story and he'd be like, no, no, she didn't want it. And she, and they're like, you're a coward, you're a coward. And, um, 
uh, <laughs> finally. And, and, and they also lamented, like, well, now she's going to marry Kid Rock, and that's it, and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, spoiler alert, that uh, marriage did not work out for very long. Uh, <laughs> but uh, um, although I believe both are alive and well, all, 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 the, uh, all of those figures are alive and well in, in 2021. Um, but uh, especially Kid Rock, he's still doing stuff, right? I, I can't say that. Didn't I Didn't he like closely. run for Senate the other, like, uh, or at least he, he, he was doing something de- in politics. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if that uh, should be taken with uh, more or less uh, gravitas than when Kanye was running for president. Right, right. Yeah, but still, like, it's doing something. So uh, eventually, you know, he, he finally gets them off this topic by saying, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt the fun, but uh, we have a, a serious news story to cover. And he said, like, a plane crashed into the World Trade Center. And they looked out the window, and they could see it. And they're, you know, and, and they're like, whoa, that's, like a, that's a huge fire. And I've heard you know, from other people in New York say you know, they basically just heard an explosion or just saw an explosion. Or, um, and they're, they're, you know, despite what you hear from conspiracy theorists, there are videos of that first plane going in. Um, so, well, and, and New Yorkers, of course, have this reputation for nothing phases them. So I'm, I'm sure yeah. there were plenty of people who say, yeah, I, I heard an explosion. I just kept walking to work. You know, I, I, was, right. I got right back on the subway. Uh, and, and, and then everything changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, the thing about the broadcast, though, is it gets comple- increasingly upsetting over time. Um, and, and I think one, at one point he says, you know, this is really bad, but then every few minutes it just gets worse, mm. uh, which I, I, I thought was really, you know, what it was. And so, you know, you can get the second plane and then you get callers calling in or, or some of his, I think some of them are some of his people who are like increasingly, uh, frantic. Um, and he has to stop a guy to, from, you know, saying like, you know, the, go to your 7-Eleven and take him out or something like that. He's like, all right, get this guy off the air. You know, like real, real crazy stuff. But, you know, at, at one point he's like, you know, we got to go to war. We need to level the entire Middle East and turn it into a parking lot, uh, which is probably the reason why it's not re- replayed. Yeah, which, uh, but, which I, I'm sure he's not the originator of that sentiment. Uh, that, that the, Well, that was so, natural sentiment. It was just like what... Well, I was going to say, even pre-9-11, uh, there, there, there were plenty of people who, who saw that as the only uh, resolution to the unending conflict in that region. But uh, this, this would certainly dredge that up in the moment for, for a lot of folks. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and then um, you do see them decide to stay on the air for longer than expected because apparently people liked them on the air. But he's like, I got to be careful here. <laughs> <laughs> he did say, I've got to be careful here because I don't want to be the guy to, uh, you know, um, tell everybody what they should think. Hmm. Uh, but, um, but he probably, probably a lot of people were, you know, he was kind of a, um, like, well, like shock, shock comedian type, but a lot of people took him way too seriously. Um, and I don't know, because maybe it was a time when you didn't have as many, uh, people like that or maybe that's always true like you know if there's somebody who's pretty um who's like a comedian and pretty uh um pretty charismatic uh you know a lot of people will take everything they say seriously and so so that might happen and i think there are a lot of other media broadcasts that were actually they did surprisingly well for the media uh graded on a curve that day (laughs) um 
especially graded on a 2021 curve. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, another thing that I remember from that night, uh, well, okay. So during the day, seeing that first tower fall is, is the, was kind of the craziest moment. And for me, it was just like, you know, that was like those buildings to me represented New York. And so it was sort of like the, the, the death of the entire city in, in some way. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was like, can't you just like rebuild them? I, I you know, I, I, I don't, I was kind of like, you know, how, and then the second tower went down and then it's just like, it, it almost, it's almost like if you have a, an unexpected death in the family, you don't believe it at first. Mm. Uh, so. Did, did you have any thoughts at the time about the, uh, the, the plane that hit the Pentagon or, or um, was, was that very, yeah, that very much in second place give, given the connection to New York? Very much in second place. Yeah. Uh, so, but I mean, it still happened and then Pennsylvania happened and then they would say, well, we think there might be other planes. There might be like a fifth plane and a sixth plane and a seventh plane. We don't know. And I do remember in the science class, there was, you know, in, in the broadcast, they said, well, we don't know who this is. Uh, you know, Osama bin Laden comes to mind. So the, apparently the people in the media who were in the know, you know, knew this was going on. And actually, um, I kind of skipped over this, but the day before, uh, there was a, um, a news story that was very much related uh, about General Massoud, who's killed in Afghanistan. And I'll just, who's that? Well, that was a guy that was um, one of the political leaders in Afghanistan. He, is, he was, uh, you know, one of the members of the Northern Alliance. Uh, so, so, so opposition to the Taliban. Opposition to the Taliban. Another one, uh, another guy there is uh, General uh, Dustum. He's still around. He actually uh, escaped into like Uzbekistan or Tajikistan or one of those uh, in, the, in the last couple of weeks. And there's like a video of the Taliban in his house, which I, hmm. um, you know, uh, uh, there's kind of a, a Twitter thing where it's like, you know, oh, wow, they see how nice his house is. And I'm like, that house is like, take your living room and take all your great-grandmother's furniture and, like, shove it all in there. That's what it looks like. But anyway, um, <laughs> sorry, that's um, maybe uh, uh, unfair to that style. But uh, so so that general, I, I don't know a whole lot about the politics there, but that general was supporting of the Soviets. Massoud was against the Soviets. So he was with the Mujahideen. So... I guess that's why it was an alliance. It was an alliance of people who were opposed in the previous uh, civil war, but now we're together in this U civil united war. United in their opposition to the Taliban. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but, you know, somebody who knows more will tell me. But I, I, I still think just by knowing just who the people are, I already know more than like 95% of people. Um, but anyway, so this guy, Masood, he was killed September 10th. And there's actually a 9-11... Uh, on in the uh, New York Times, it said uh, the day after uh, a sumo suicide bombing aimed at Ahmed Shah Massoud, the leader. Uh, by the way, I'm sorry, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. The leader of the last remaining opposition to the Taliban. Conflicting reports persisted today over whether he had survived, and so we now know he did not survive. Uh, so, we, and we now know, or we now think, like that was part of the plan, probably all connected. Mm. Um, well, so. so so you mentioned that people were were speculating uh, that that morning that you know maybe before any uh, formal uh, responsibility had been taken. For, I certainly, for it. 
they they were yeah. saying, well, you, you could, could could be Osama bin Laden. Uh, yeah. Presumably, the reason they were saying that was because of his history of of previous attempts on the the, the World Trade Center. Right. Well, no. So the so his um, declaration of war against America was ninety six. The first World Trade Center bombing was ninety three. Ah, so okay. I was kind of confused by that. So I looked into it. Ninety three was a family member of Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, who was by two thousand one working with bin Laden. Uh, but it gets confused. But I remember when we, you know, they captured Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. You, you almost can't burnish it from your brain like right, that, that, yeah. that. Him in that dirty shirt. <laughs> that dirty shirt, yes. It's, it's, it's uh, yeah, one, one, another one of those enduring images. Pro- probably more vivid in my mind than anything specific related to uh, Osama bin Laden's uh, uh, killing. Um, probably, yeah. That, that Actually, I, I'd say that the images uh, surrounding Osama bin Laden uh, come more from was it Oh Dark Thirty, the uh, the 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 movie that that was made about you know f- finding him and tracking him down and killing him than than anything actually released because they right I, I I don't think they publicly released much from him. Information I remember about about it other than we confirmed he's dead. Yeah. And we dumped his body in the ocean in a place we're never going to tell you. Well, I remember whenever they would talk about Bin Laden in the news, they would play a clip of one of his videos where he's like sitting in his cave next to a gun with his finger, like yeah, like I have things to tell you, but you can't understand a word he's saying. So, um, so yeah. so much analysis has gone into like every little thing in those in those uh, videos. I'm sure trying to to determine. You know what? What kind of signals is he sending? Where where might he be? Uh, the, yeah, a lot, a lot of of both open source and and uh, and you know g- government intelligence work on that type of stuff. There was a um, why am I now remembering Family Guy? Where uh, you know what I'm talking about? No. The, oh, they have a scene where like he's actually where they're actually trying to film one of these videos, but he keeps on like laughing or screwing up the words, and then they have to like restart. And, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, for some reason I remember that more than the actual bin Laden. Uh, I I know there was a, a in-depth academic paper on the, uh, the firearms that appear in Osama bin Laden videos and, uh, what, what videos have common, common elements and what have distinct ones and, and what that might be indicative of. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. And so, so yes. So okay, well, so, I, so uh, I, where are we? <laughs> we 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 didn't have this in the notes, but uh, was when when was the the bombing of the USS Cole? Did, that, that, that was, was earlier that year. Okay, so yeah. so that and I think Bin Laden had taken credit for that. So that that may be part of why yeah he he was on the short list at that point. Right, right. Uh, again, yeah, they were waging war. Again, that one didn't phase me as much as it should. Like you know, a U.S. warship was attacked. I mean, think about how crazy that is. But to me, it's just like, no, yeah, these things happen. I don't know. Did, things... did, did any, did anyone, did, did any Americans die in that attack? I, I, I think so. Yeah, I think like six or seven. I, I, I know it was, it was, it was a big deal, but at the same time, yeah, it was, it was an attack on, on a military asset it, and it kind of felt like, right. well, that's, that's what they're there for to, 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 to draw that kind of fire. Um, very, very different than, uh, you know, an attack on civilians. I think it might've been discussed um, in the presidential campaign. So it might've been in 2000. Mm. I'm not sure. Um, okay. And, and yeah, so, okay. So I have written here, you know, th- then like looking at it later that night and into the morning, 
the other images are not just the smoke and the buildings and the people coming out with soot covered, um, and then the fact that like everybody went to donate blood, but there was no people didn't need blood. Right. Uh, maybe somebody did. But, but but people were desperate to do something. Right, right. And then yeah, but but once you start zooming in, when because because it was all news for the next, uh, <laughs> I want to say six months, but <laughs> but really for the next week, um, and I think that's when the news scroll started coming in on yeah, the bottom. The Chiron. Right, that was not there before nine eleven. They put that or, up, or if it was, it was only for you know dramatic breaking news. Right. Well, there was so things. much stuff happening at the same time that you had to keep up on all of it. And so let me, let me, let me pull back to to something you mentioned earlier uh, that uh, on the, on the day of when we didn't know if there were more planes in the air that, uh, you know, and, and, and they did basically ground everyone at some point. Uh, I I think it was not too far into the day. Um, But, uh, and, and, and I don't know the veracity of, of, of this, but uh, I've, I've, I've read in, in a couple of places that, uh, so, you know, there, there were, there were four planes that, that, that they did hijack. Um, There was, there was one uh, that there, there were the two that hit the the, the twin towers. Right. Uh, There's the one that hit the Pentagon. The one that went down in Pennsylvania was supposedly uh, targeting the White House. Mm. Um, they did not hijack a fifth plane. Uh, however, uh, supposedly uh, the 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 plans uh, when they were setting up their their list of targets, uh, option number five was MIT, um, which, really? which which strikes home for me. Um, and wow. at presumably because uh, of, of MIT's uh, involvement, uh, less so uh, at that point in time, but historically with uh, the military industrial complex, I think that's what, what kind of put a target on their back. So, so there was uh, kind of a, a on, on the one hand, a, a kind of a, a survivor's guilt thing a little bit going on at MIT at the time, but also a, a yeah. Even uh, even when you were there, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, because because I, I I didn't I didn't get there until two thousand two, right? Um, so about a year later, but but yeah, there was there was there was a little bit of that survivor's guilt, but also the the knowledge that that we are very much uh, you know on on the target list, and that when when the next attack comes, because there was there was no reason to believe that we wouldn't see more. Uh, we you know, thought wh- we'd whether see it a lot was more. aircraft or or other mechanisms um, that that you know we're we're on the short list, and uh, you know the. It, the 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 closest thing to happen to 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 Boston and the you know fall, following on that was the uh, the marathon uh, bombing. Yeah, but that's but that that's was a completely way different story. And and yeah, way later. Full, uh, that would have been very different if it happened in two thousand five. Something on the order of a decade later. Yeah, yeah, it would have been a very different world if it happened around then. Um, so I don't know if it would have reacted differently, but it would have been. It would have seemed much more connected. Um, yeah, well, I, I guess, and and getting a little bit ahead yeah. of ourselves here, but yeah, because I still have stuff from that what, day and the day after. One of after. the things that that uh, was very apparent in in the uh, ongoing and the aftermath of the marathon bombing was the bringing to bear of the uh, the security state and the Patriot Act uh, domestically, um, which were all things that dramatically grew out of the 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 immediate uh, immediately following nine eleven. Um, so we we mentioned uh, enemy of the state as kind right. of a. A, a, a foreshadowing of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think um, yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, to come back with what you said, I mean, being at Yale as well, I felt the same way. Like when there was the Yale-Harvard game, there's like a lot of celebrities there. Mm. There, Like there's a lot of children of people who are, 
you know, maybe more important. Well, you know, the president's daughter was in my school. So, you know, it's like, yeah, uh, there, there could be. And, and even I remember the year after I graduated in 2007, there was some kind of a bomb set off at the law school. And people were all freaking out. So that, as I'm going to get into a little bit, we're still on the day after, but this was hanging over our heads for the next 10 years. Uh, at, yeah, there, at there was certainly a sense of, of a loss of innocence because uh, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of what when and and uh, whether I guess it matters whether you couch this as as an act of war or or not. But uh, when when was the last time that? Uh, that, that America had been attacked on its own soil. Um, you know, there's, there's a couple of, of very minor things during World War II with, with uh, uh, yeah. well, Japanese uh, there was balloon the whole, bombs. whole Pearl and, Harbor thing. Well, <laughs> that's, uh... <laughs> that, that wasn't the mainland, though. I mean, I, I, I don't know if that's right. a, a worthy distinction, well, but, uh, yeah. and, 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 you know, if, if, if you go back further than that, I don't know if the civil war counts, uh, you've got, you've got the invasion in, in, uh, in 1812, uh, with, with the war of 1812. We're already but, talking like past anyone's lifetime. Yeah. This, you know? this is, this is, uh, several, several fourth turnings, uh, prior. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, right, right. Um, and there had been terrorist attacks on the on the country before, but not at that scale, and like, and not foreign terrorism really. The, the, I mean, there was some yeah. domestic terrorism, but uh, foreign actors not so much. Yeah, maybe some of the assassinations were uh, were had foreign involvement. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. and 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 do you count uh, you know like the Puerto Rican independence movement as as a foreign? Uh, oh yeah, no, or or, or, or I mean, I, I guess technically they were a territory at the time, so. Yeah, depends how you how you uh, how you slice that. But uh, well, and, and, and also that uh, a lot of the while while the 60s and 70s had lots of, of bombings and, and terrorist activity, uh, the majority of those had had no or minimal human casualties that they right. were they were uh, publicity stunt is not the right term for it. But but they were making a statement. They weren't trying to rack up a body toll. And uh whether, whether, I mean, certainly Osama bin Laden was trying to make a statement, uh, but he had uh, no interest in avoiding a body toll. Um, yeah, no, no. He, he wanted count. to create a, a large body toll, and it was like I, I felt like we were being hunted down just as people who resided in America, basically. And, you know, he was targeting people who were citizens non-citizens. He was targeting people of all religions, you know, um, uh, Jewish, Christian, Muslim, it didn't matter. He, you know, he's just going to, you know, yeah, it, blow it, them away. I mean, it, it, as, as with, with all terrorism, it's, it's the indiscriminate nature that, that, uh, amplifies the terror. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's jarring. And I think that that is, that is relevant to the day of, and I, I just think like, one of the things that I remember from the the day after or, 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 or that night was when you started to see individual people. Now, a lot of people who were at the site, you know, say how crazy it was. They started hearing thuds and it was bodies hitting the ground. But you really started to get that night, I think, pictures of people jumping out. Now, I remember seared into my brain in the 93 bombing. Uh, is it 93 or 94? I always get that confused. But anyway, they uh, of people breaking windows. Hmm. Uh, in the World Trade Center, get air. Uh, but this was just people jumping out of windows. And it's hard to imagine how bad it must have been in there. 
um, for people to do that. And then you also learn of the numbers of firemen and police who went into the building to get people out who were just there and, you know, to only to get themselves basically disintegrated. Yeah. And well, like, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's hard to, to call it a, a failure of, of planning or, or protocol, but there was no uh, way to plan for that. Yeah. The, 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 there was at least a, a significant period where people were being told to, oh, you just you stay stay in your offices. There was because well, because if you're up a hundred something floors, uh, you, and and you know the elevators are down, then you can't expect all those people to be able to ef- efficiently and effectively evacuate out. And if if you think, well, it's just a fire, we've got it under control, uh, and so there there was a window where perhaps they could have had a. a, a evacuated a, a significant portion of people uh but they they didn't realize that the the clock was ticking on that and and i'm, I'm right. sure there are plenty of people who who uh had 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 serious you know guilt and ptsd that that they 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 realized they could have taken action and there's no reason they they necessarily would have known it at the time but that they felt that there are things we could have done that we didn't and and that they 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 feel that they failed those people i mean i'd imagine um <laughs> So if there's like a fire alarm, like I'm always, I just run right out. So I, I always imagine I'd be like, you know, the one of the few people from a high floor out, but then you'd have a survivor. Yeah, well, and nice. and, and there are because because um, I heard that there were announcements saying get out, don't get out. They didn't know what to announce. Um, yeah, but the one thing I wanted to and yeah, and then the firemen were coming up, and were they saying stay? Were they saying go? We don't know necessarily, but it must have been crazy for them that day because it's like. I always think about it this way. Like, it's one way to say, I'm going to be a fireman. I'm going to be the one who's going to put my life on the line for other people. Like, that sounds very noble, and that sounds like a good thing to do. It's another thing to wake up one morning, and you have a family and whatever saying, and and find out, yeah, today is the day. Hmm. And um, and they did that. Yeah. Well, and, so, and, and that's why they were considered heroes for... And it wasn't just uh, the New York City Fire Department, because I, I think even even in the short amount of time that it took for the towers to come down. I think they'd already activated mutual aid from, from all over the, the, the greater metropolitan area. So you had, I, I, I'm almost certain that they had folks coming in from Long Island and New Jersey and Westchester County and, and possibly even from, from Connecticut. Um, and, and those folks certainly came in in the aftermath to help with, with, uh, searching through the rubble and that kind of stuff. And, and, um, and, and I remember hearing like, you could see this from space. You could see this from Connecticut, maybe parts of Connecticut, and it's like like smoke in the in the background. So it it was a uh, it was enormous. And and yeah, I'm pretty sure emergency for hundred miles were being were being tagged at least also to cover the people going in because now you have you know emergency workers from all over the city coming in. Right. Yeah. And, and and you have a lot uh, a lot of areas. People uncovered. don't stop having heart attacks because there's a, a terrorist attack in in downtown. Yeah, you, you still got to deal with I everything mean, else going on in the city. One thing, you know, during the pandemic that um, was true as well. Uh, so, okay, so that night they they had like ten thousand missing people. I think it was down to six thousand. So I think for a few weeks we thought it was six thousand dead. Uh, ended up being under three thousand. Um, I know that night uh, we got a call. It turned out that my dad's friend was missing and was in the building so you know we we knew what that meant um and uh yeah i i remember seeing on tv like a lot of people who 
like they basically aired these people who uh you know were showing pictures of their relatives like they're missing have you seen them and it's kind of like hard to watch because like you know they're all dead uh almost all i mean there there was actually a small group of people that were recovered from an air pocket uh which is actually a pretty crazy story they were on the stairs mm. and the the building the entire building crashed above them but they were safe in the stairs uh, and, and from what i heard like the uh you know the the noise was uh incredible and i, I can't they, even imagine yeah, yeah and they said like they, they thought they were dead um and uh but they weren't even touched uh <laughs> crazily enough and and you and there were also all these rumors you know going around oh there's one guy who wrote it down and was fine and you know stuff like that which um probably come up a lot when when these sort of things happen uh so uh yeah uh then then it got revised right the casualty rate got revised down to under 3000 uh the next day now I remember going to school the next day and getting back to work. I don't know about you. I, I must have, yeah. Okay, because Foursquare gives us the day off when they're like, oh, people are really upset about Trump, so take the day off. <laughs> I've had that, which I don't know. I feel like people are so like, oh, we need a mental health day. No, it, it, it wasn't. I mean, if, if, if we hadn't gone in, what would we have done? <laughs> Honestly, I feel like in that situation, it was better for mental health to just get back to work mm. and be together, um, which is, which is scary because that's what people have been avoiding for the last two years. Um, I remember going to get a car. We got like a Pathfinder later that, uh, later that afternoon. Um, I remember like school ended at like 2.10, so we could like do things afterwards. <laughs> parents get a car. And uh, on the TV there, that's when the World Trade Center 7 was collapsing. So that was a, a building about half as tall as the World Trade Center that had been badly damaged and collapsed um, from all the um, debris and wreckage. Uh, and uh, yeah, then there was a fire ongoing for a long time, for like 100 days until December. Yeah, it's, it's, that's kind of mind-boggling that, that the pit was still smoldering for, for so long. Yeah. So I went with my family to New York the next month in October 2001. And so you know we got into a cab. I had to have with my dad, like, uh, take us to Ground Zero. So it was called Ground Zero back then. It's not called Ground Zero anymore, but it was probably called Ground Zero for maybe for about 10 years. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe by the time I moved there in 2006. No, it was still called Ground Zero, I think. Now, not really. Um, and so you, we can get pretty close. I remember there were people selling, like, little trinkets of World for, like, the World Trade Center, and people were, like, offended by that. That almost seems like such a small issue now that, um, I, on the one hand, I can, it's, it's, it kind of feels like how you, you, it, I don't know if you still can, but you used to be able to get like a chunk of the Berlin wall. It, 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 it's, you know, yeah. Oh, it's not actually, a, it's like little, um, you know, like you can get tiny statue of Liberty. Oh, I see. Okay. It was like tiny. Yeah. It wasn't like chunks of the, of the wreckage. So, so, so little Chotsky world trade centers. Exactly. They, exactly. They were intact, right? It wasn't. It wasn't like a collapsing. <laughs> no, 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 okay. no, no, no. They were. They probably constructed. They were probably mass produced before. Oh, the sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. Um, yeah. And you could probably still buy them down there now. Uh, but uh, yeah. So there was that, and I remember seeing like in the distance, like there's 
I don't know if it's a famous image, but like you can see like the shell of one of the out of the outside of the building. It's like all like jaggedy, but it's still like reaching up in the air, like 10 or 11 stories. So I remember seeing that. And I don't know, I remember getting like this cough for the next like few weeks. So uh, that could have been from something else, but I don't know. Uh, let's see, what else do I have here? Um, there's actually an interesting, uh, speaking of Trump, there's actually, and there was a Trump Tower down there, there's actually an interesting video of him calling into an early morning show on 9-11, uh, you know, talking about basically uh, more from like the builder's perspective, um, but he definitely did give this like, you know, my building was uh, second highest and then that went up and now my building is first highest again. And, uh, but anyway, I, I, all, all this time we haven't even mentioned like the, the president, which, um, I guess that was, that was the, the, the Trump before there was a Trump. It was, it was Bush. Uh, but I don't, so it's amazing now when I talk about it, like the president's almost a second thought. Like, mm. like it's, it's, I, I guess when you're going through it, it's almost a, a, a first thought. I remember he was, his first couple of speeches were pretty bad, but then he got better over the next few weeks. Well, the, the, the one that everyone remembers is, is him at ground zero with the bullhorn. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 And, that and that, that certainly made an impression. Um, and, and that pumped people up. But I also remember at the beginning when like they first first put the microphones in front of him, right when he was probably when he was outside that school that he was just giving. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, we're going to get these folks. And people are like these folks. <laughs> so, well, yeah, and, and, and I believe I, I, I didn't go back and look at the speeches, but I believe he did make some comments uh, not not too long after, um, you know, make making it clear that, you know, this this. There, there's a very specific group that we're going to go after who's responsible for this. This isn't right. about, uh, you know, going after all Muslims or all all Middle Easterners. Uh, and then uh, that was very important. Yeah, because because uh, you know, like 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 you said, there there could have very easily been, and and there was some you know, deranged is perhaps too too strong a term, but you know, some some of those callers uh, calling into Howard Stern. Uh, there there were certainly people who were who were very ready to jump to the conclusion and and seek out people to. Uh, to, to pin this on and, uh, and, and not just ver- verbally abuse them. Um, yeah. I mean, I've heard people say things about, you know, uh, about Muslims and Arabs in, in, in New York that were, were not good, but I think overall, and I'm going to get more into this, that there were some incidents that I witnessed that, that were not so great, but I think in the big picture, Americans actually held it together pretty well, uh, on that. Um, there weren't like, you know, there weren't, there wasn't any incidents of, of real violence. I mean, maybe you could come up with one. Yeah. I, uh, there, I, there was definitely, there was some like nasty shouting in the street and stuff like as, that. As much as people have, have commented on, on the global war on terror and, and said that, you know, uh, America was, you know, uh, the, the military went to war and America went to the mall or that, you know, that, that we weren't, that the public wasn't really engaged with it. I'd say that that immediately following 9/11, um, the 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 whole nation was on a war footing. Um, that that we were united, uh, you know, to to together. That there was there was this this drive to to support each other, not necessarily in a let's go get those guys, but 
in, in the sense that, that we need to be stronger together because of this. Yeah, because I remember people actually expressing a variety of different opinions, but it was all... Um, there was still like a lot more patriot. It was always like, um, it, 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 oh, they all seemed in the spirit of patriotism, whether you were anti-war or, you know, whether you agreed with this or that policy. I remember everyone was kind of being like, now's the time to be patriotic. Hmm. Um, and what was I trying to remember? It's, oh, oh, one of the things about Bush's speech though, was he did that comes back to the Taliban is that he said, we are going to go after al-Qaeda, but we're not going to make a distinguish, we're not going to distinguish between al-Qaeda and uh, the terrorists and those who, the terrorists, the terrorists and those who uh, harbor them. So that was, um, that, that was the Taliban, because the Taliban had kept them um, basically as, uh, they, they, they harbored them, just like he said, that wasn't a lie. Uh, but, uh, and, and so... It, uh, it's sort of interesting to, I mean, I, I don't want to get into this, but like, how does that change over the course of 20 years? You know, w w was that really the wrong thing to say from the beginning? Was that something we could have shifted on at some point in the future if we're like, well, we don't want to rebuild Afghanistan? I don't know these questions, but it brings up a lot of interesting questions. Yeah, well, and... and Leaving the uh, Iraq aspect of, of the, the wars that followed this out, out of it for a moment, um, I, I think there was a pretty strong consensus that, that action needed to be taken. Um, there, there was not a turn-the-other-cheek option really on the table uh, following something of this magnitude. Yeah. Um, that, that, you know, we, we hadn't... We hadn't uh, there, there, there may have been some airstrikes following the, the attack on the USS Cole, um, but it was... It was uh, proportional, if not less than that, uh, to to the uh, the the degree of of the uh, the damage inflicted on us, and uh, a a restrained proportional response was well, you could say was not an option on the table here. Uh, but uh, I, I think maybe the the issue was that uh, the a threshold had been crossed such that that even a proportional response was going to be massive in scale. Yeah, yeah, there. Um, the idea that you're just going to do very little or nothing was not going to be uh, was not going to happen. Um, although I did run into a lot of people who were like anti-war at the time. I, I even think like a lot of teachers said things that were anti-war, but it was very, it was a very different. It was like a much more respectful thing than the way people talk now, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, yeah, it was and then and there was also um, kind of a, a much like when when you said that people were rushing to give blood, even though they didn't they didn't need blood. Yeah. Um, there there were uh, my my understanding is there was a huge influx of people uh, volunteering for the armed services that that they they felt uh, you know that that they need to step up and do their part that uh, and and this was this was before you know the the authorization for use of military force and and before we declared. Uh, you know that we were going into Afghanistan with the coalition, right? Uh, and this all happened very fast, by the way. Yeah, that, because that, so there are a lot of people been... who 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 have stories of going on, you know, September twelfth or or, yeah. or the the week following to to recruiting stations and saying, you know, sign me up, I I I, I want to do my part. Yeah, because the Taliban fell by the end of the year. It's already September here, and that was 
I, well, I think there was like a month where nothing happened and everybody's really on edge hmm. and then something happened and then it was very easy to basically remove the Taliban to the fringes and, you know, basically get their last stronghold at Tora Bora, wherever that is. Um, but then, then it was like, you know, Osama bin Laden goes across the border and, uh, and, and then we stopped hearing about it for a while. Well, it, it's, it certainly entered into a, uh, a different phase of the war. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about what the rest of the year was like at school. So that, um, Definitely, like, the culture change was more somber. I felt like people actually were nicer to each other. Um, I don't know if, you've, if, you, if you experienced the same thing, but there definitely was, especially, like, in the first few weeks, it was a lot. Le- the, the, it was, you, yeah. You could you easily could see it. how a stressful event like that could cause people to tear apart at the seams and, and lash out at each other, and that, that is not what happened. Right, right. Um, could be what had happened today, hmm. um, unfortunately. Uh, so <laughs> we did it in, in my senior year. Just the, just in talking about my life, I don't know if this is relevant. Uh, it's going to be a little bit relevant. So we did. Uh, we did the crucible. We had that. Then things changed a little bit in two thousand two, because then we did uh, sugar, some like it hot, and. I basically had to dress up like a woman the whole time in front of the entire high school. And so that was a little bit less um, dark and depressing than The Crucible, um, even if I was the one who was kind of suffering but also fi- uh, uh, you know, providing comic relief to other people. And then we came out with the Dictator of Easton movie, which has very bad production value, and my storytelling isn't so great, but some of the ideas in there do hold up after 20 years. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're going to have to replay that. I don't, how would you explain to the audience what that was? Uh, yeah. and, and what's its relation to 9-11, if any? Yikes. Uh, so, so many things to unpack there. I'm not yeah. even sure which thread to pull. <laughs> well, well, we'll give it a try because I've, I've, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. Uh, I, I, there, there, there was an analysis of power structures and, and no, no, but what, what is it? And, what is it? Uh, I, so I, I guess the the simple plot device is uh, there's there's uh, Easton and Weston, and for some reason uh, we we had uh, Easton uh, being taken over by a dictator who then yeah. then they're the uh, terrorists needs needs to uh, in, invade Weston and, and and annex it. Yeah, we never came up with a good backstory for that. I feel like that that should be filled in. Yeah, the, I, I I feel like uh, the narration had had some sort of of. Of explanation, but I, I don't know that it, it held much water. I feel like your character, the narrator, was kind of more of a propagandist for Weston than anything else. I mean, the dictator is still evil, but um, you know, I, I, I feel like the more of the story needed to be told. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we could get back into that another time. Are, are you suggesting that, that that we should have made equal time for a, a dictator apologist to present their <laughs> no, side of the story? No, no, not at all, not at all, not at all. Although we did, we did uh, apply. Uh, I mean, most of the most of the scenes, like the dictator, got the most air t- uh, time well, I, in the show. It, he he is the the titular character yeah, of, yeah, yeah. of the series. So uh <laughs> right, right. But so I think a lot of the ideas in there, you're right, you had censorship, 
did we have censorship? I think we did. We definitely had a book burning. We had a book burning, but and we also had like a lot of ideas in terms of, you know, what uh, division and what but we'll, we'll have in politics. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So we'll have to we'll have to get into that and actually see what we said. Or I mean, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to have you take credit for stuff that we, you know, like, because I, I, I obviously, you know, uh, edited it together. But, uh, well, but I, I think you wrote parts of it. So <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I, I certainly had a hand in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens when in the 20th anniversary of that, which comes up, you know, that was 2002. So that comes up a little later. Um, okay. And, and you also wrote here, we had a, a senior trip, a Harper cruise around New York City. I remember that. Yeah. So, so, I mean, it was, it was. Was it like the night before graduation that that, yeah. that we did no, that? No, the night after. Or, maybe. Was it the night after? So so they you know we 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 all drove down into into the city and I think we we did we do something at like an arcade and we and, went to Chelsea Pier. That's right. Uh, and and it ended with us doing this this you know harbor cruise around around yeah, like Manhattan. One in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and and it was cool to see like all the teachers there like just hanging out, yeah. <laughs> having a having a sip in the champagne at one in the morning. And, and 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 it was you know a fun lighthearted experience uh, uh, until we like came up around a bend of 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 the island and and we saw the uh, what was it the 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 pillars of light. Yeah. Um, and the Statue of Liberty was there too cuz it's kind of in, it's all downtown. And and so this this was I, I assume they did it with with lots of searchlights but it was was two vertical uh beams of light coming up from from what appeared to be the the ground zero um commemorating the 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 loss of the towers and uh it was it was a little bit of a surreal moment to go from, you know, kind of partying away, finish having finished high school uh to to cruising past that quietly in the night. You know, I remember, uh, so a couple things I remember that trip, well, a few thoughts. I don't, I'm trying to think which ones would go first, but let's talk about the light because they do that now in September every year in New York. And this is the first year where I'm not going to be there to see it mm. um, unless I take a little trip down there when I'm in Connecticut. I don't think I'm going to though. It's, But it's like, um, it, it that, that's kind of saying something that I'm not going to be there this year. It, it's sort of like... Um, it, it, it's sort of like an end of an, an era for me, but they, they they do do that every year. And I've actually been, I've gotten up close to it. It's actually not on the site. It's in the garage. Um, it's in a garage a few blocks down. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, that, that was the first time. So that was, um, that was really crazy. You could see like all my four score check-ins in September. Like you'll, you'll see them because you can see them from Brooklyn. Yeah. And uh, I would see them from Brooklyn. I would see them from the East Village. Another thing I remember about that trip well, two things. First of all, you mentioned Mr. Sidoli before. I remember him actually giving us the history of the Brooklyn Bridge as we were going under it. Uh, so uh, and, and that's actually a lot of really interesting history. Um, I, I read a great book on that earlier this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. There was a good uh, podcast on it, on uh, history that doesn't suck. Maybe I'll post that. Um, and then I just remember, like, you know, passing the Statue of Liberty and thinking, like, there's no guarantee that will be there mm. in the near future. You know, and I would just think that about all sorts of things. Yeah, like, no, it just no, seems a nothing lot was safe. There, yeah, there, yeah. There was, there was a sense of, of everything could, could come crashing down around us again at any moment. Exactly, exactly. Um, so 20 years later, the Statue of Liberty is still here, but it's like it, it felt like if I had to guess then, I'd be like, maybe oh, not. F- fun Statue of Liberty story. Um, yeah. So I... I may need to be fact checked on this, but but I, I I believe I read not too long ago 
that uh, the reason they stopped allowing people to go up into the torch um, was because uh, I, th I think it was it was during World War II, um, some German saboteurs had uh, set off some explosives, uh, which had weakened the arm. Um, so it, it wasn't just, you know, things, things de decaying or, or, or not being safe. It, it was actually uh, uh, the, the, the victim of a potential terrorist attack. Hmm. So it, it, I, I may need to fact check that in the show notes, but uh, yeah, no, everything, everything uh, old is new again. Yeah. Yeah. So let me see what else I have written down here on af Aftermath. I actually remember having like a discussion at my synagogue later because it was, it was Rosh Hashanah, which is actually... Yeah, high high holidays. Yeah, which is actually tomorrow. Uh, it's actually going to be the day this comes out. Um, but I remember there was a lot of concern about, you know, anti-Muslim sentiment that would happen in the country. And it wasn't... I don't think you'd be able to have an adult conversation about this kind of thing today with like critical race theory and stuff. It, it, it was, like thinking about it then, it was like, oh wow, there was actually an, an adult conversation about that. Um, and I, I, a few years later, I did witness an incident at Yale and it's only funny because, it, well, it's kind of horrible, but it's also um, the, the kicker at the end is kind of funny because there was like a drunk guy who saw some people with turbans and he was like, you know, get out of here, you effing terrorists. This is like right in the quad in Yale and those guys are people like, F you. And like, it, they were actually like Sikh Indians. So Yeah, there have uh, been a number of stories of Sikhs yeah. being targeted with people assuming that they're uh, Muslims. Yeah, but you know, this happened on Ivy League campus. So uh, I, I just, uh, you, you don't understand although like, you know, dumb college drunk people could probably do just about anything and uh you know they wouldn't i don't know they wouldn't think twice uh yeah people have problems i don't know what to say <laughs> um so let's compare last episode we talked about the news stories before let's talk about the news stories after i have a few do you remember the anthrax scare yep okay yep. there was and there was white powder coming in the mail and you're all gonna die uh then you had the capital sniper which almost seemed like it was related, but it wasn't. It was just... I, it's, it's hard to believe that that was in the same, yeah. same time window. Almost exactly the same time window where you had some people just picking people off at gas stations in D.C. Uh, imagine how scary that would be to go to a gas station. I know I'd be. I, I would think twice. And then over the next few years, you had planes going into buildings. Um, there was one plane that crashed into a building on the east side in New York City. It was like a small plane. That was like an accident. And then there was another plane that was flying low that I think that I had already moved in there that like people were freaking out. Um, people were like, don't do that. Don't, flow low, don't fly low. Um, for some reason, that they don't like that. Hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, so there's all sorts, of, it's all sorts of things for that. And as I said, long-term, this is probably hanging over our year. I started out talking about the... Uh, the capture of Osama bin Laden, I would say this is hanging over our heads and the top of mind probably until that moment, possibly. Yeah, I mean, there, there was infamously the mission accomplished moment, but but I, I, I think, oh, I think but even that was, when that happened, it, that, was, it was pretty yeah. clear that that, that wasn't, we, we, hadn't, we hadn't really cleared the debt that, that, think, that, that didn't make things back to normal. But I'm thinking more like that was Iraq and also like the, the, I'm talking about, you know, 
you're getting up in the morning think and watching the news thinking like, okay, there could be a terrorist attack mm. today. Um, you know, it, it was, uh, and maybe in the future there will be one, but it'll take us by surprise again. Um, okay, I have some things listed here about the perpetrators and their motives. I kind of don't want to, I, I kind of want to go by this quickly, but, you know, we talked about Osama bin Laden, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, basically, um, there's a lot of problems with the word terrorist. It's very hard to define what a terrorist is. But if you look at, if you were to construct a belief system that you'd say this is a terrorist belief system, you'd almost have to find what these guys were saying. They're just like, we're going to target civilians and we're going to try to take out as many of them to try to make our point, which if you've listened to them, like it's a very muddled point as you know, probably many of these organizations have like, they, the, you know, his, uh, all of his speeches and stuff. It's not like he has one thing. He has like all these grievances that kind of add up to, you know, just it's yeah, this it, and this and this and this and this. They, they definitely go with the laundry list approach that there may yeah. be some, some valid, uh, concerns in there, but, uh, they, they throw everything at the wall. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, so Okay, what what are some related stories in the aftermath? I don't know if you have anything more to say about that. I don't want to, I don't want to dive too deep into it. Yeah, let's let's but, let's move on from that because I'm sure okay. there'll be plenty of of discussion in other venues of yeah all, all those those uh, particular details. Okay, so one, so actually, my related stories in the aftermath. I mean, uh, except for a few of them, a lot of them are positive, believe it or not, uh, because they're all about what it was like moving into New York. But before we have that, this is actually positive. Planes were grounded that day. Some planes ended up never making it to their destination. Tons of planes had to land. They didn't really, they were kind of on their way from the U.S. to Europe, and they had to land in Newfoundland. And so this one town in Newfoundland, Canada, had to host like thousands and thousands of Americans. (laughs) This plane was grounded in their tiny airfield. And there's a musical about that called Come From Away, um, which I found uh, to be very, uh, I didn't see the musical, but I found that fact to be very interesting. Yeah. There's, there, there was a lot of, of people who, who weren't, you know, who weren't in New York, but still got caught up in, in the ripple effect of stuff that day. Cause, cause yeah, like you said, they, uh, at, once they realized what was actually happening, they, they grounded all flights in the, in the continental U S this is why I still get like a, a slight thought. Like when I'm on a plane that like when there's an announcement, and maybe this is a problem that I have, but I always feel like there's going to be like, you know, uh, things have really gone downhill back on the surface. We're going to have to do something. You know what I mean? Like some, something bad is, I always think not something's wrong with the plane, but something bad happened outside the plane. I don't, I don't know why that is. Maybe that's from this. Mm. Um, okay. The fires were distinguished December 19th. You had some failed, uh, terrorist attacks afterwards. December 22nd, 2001, you had that shoe bomber. And that's the reason why we always have to take off our shoes unless you have TSA pre-check, is, which is I have. Richard so I, Reed? I yeah. Unless you have TSA pre-check, which I have, so I don't have to take off my shoes, which is, uh, which is good. And that was followed eight years later in 2009 with the underwear bomber. And I remember after that, there were like, oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> um, but no, we don't have to take off our... Uh, underwear. Yeah, uh, but, but they both failed. They were trying to set off 
bombs. In the- I, I don't remember the specific, the details of the specific incident, but I, I vaguely recollect that there was, there was some attempt made where uh, they, they were mixing together a number of liquids. And so that's part of why you've, you've got the, the, what is it? The, the, the three thing. ounce limit on. Um, yeah. You can't bring your coffee in there. It used to pre nine 11. I bet you could just walk in with a coffee or something or whatever, you know, big Dunkin' Donuts. I don't know if Dunkin' Donuts had their, I think they did. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but I, I think it's very hard to pull off something quite like this, um, anymore, especially you can't do it the same way. Um, you know, don't allow box cutters on planes. Don't allow. Well, that, yeah. That, you know, and mean, people that was, are aware that was of the it. other thing was, was just people being aware of they, it. They, they, they didn't have guns. There weren't actually yeah. any bombs. Uh, it was, it, it was the, the, the novelty of the approach that, that made it feasible for them to, to pull that off. And uh, we, we, could, we could go on a long time about the effectiveness uh, or lack thereof of the TSA sure. and, and what can reliably slip through their system. Um, but but I, I think the bigger change are some of the systemic things like the fact that cockpit doors are, are now, re, you know, by regulation are, are locked and armored, uh, that the, the, the protocol for dealing with, with hijackings, hijackings is different. Uh, and, and in a, a, a post flight 93 world that, uh, the, the passengers, uh, do not have much tolerance for just sitting back yeah. and trusting that things are going to work out. Okay. Well, if you think about it, they couldn't even pull it off a fourth time in that day because the passengers in flight 93, um, fought back. There was a very like, uh, interesting documentary I saw last year where they treated it as like the battle of flight 93, mm-hmm. like the first battle of the war on terror where like, you know, American civilians overpowered, you know, the, 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 the terrorist on flight 93 or Al Qaeda on the flight 93. And it's like, it's a, it's a very interesting way to put it like a battle in the air among, um, you know, through the aisles or whatever. Um, but, and I actually think the most powerful documentary that I've seen that I have not been able to find again, because it was on TV like 10 years ago was when they did 9-11 through home videos mm-hmm. and it was all people on their camcorders uh, from apartment windows or from the streets seeing it and reacting to it for the first time. I think that was the most powerful one I've seen and I have not been able to find any evidence of that documentary, but I know it must exist. Um, okay, so one story that comes out of this is the story of New York City and the rebuilding of New York City because surprisingly enough, this did not, um, this was not, did not end up being a permanent blow to New York City. Um, I moved downtown, not far from the World Trade Center in 2006, and you were kind of like a pioneer, and it was like, okay, crime is down across the city, and um, now they're turning a lot of these office buildings near Wall Street to residential because you don't, in in digital worlds, you don't need as many people working near Wall Street. And um, there's a lot of security. So if you want security, there's a lot of security down there. And, uh, and, and buildings were going back up, and they really redeveloped well, was, that downtown was, very well. Was part of that uh, move of, of uh, or the decrease in demand for office space in that area, was, was that also an outgrowth of, of 9-11? So the, so the story I, I'm, I'm I sure heard— that there were a number of folks who had previously been in the towers or in the immediate area who had to relocate yeah, you know, in the short term, but 
did 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 a lot of them not come back or I feel like it was it it seemed like it was actually more of a uh, this is the story I got. I'm sure you could get like economists and stuff, but the story I got was it was actually more of a market changeover where in, in 2006 now, you don't need as many people physically close hmm. to Wall Street. And that's like, you know, you could have them in New Jersey or whatever. And so you don't, you know, you know in the post-internet world, broadband internet, you don't need that. You don't need people right next to the trading floor. I, I, so, I don't know... A- enough uh about the the history of of the hedge funds to 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 gauge whether uh the all all the the ubiquitous uh, Connecticut hedge funds uh are 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 from from a post 9/11 era or if, or if they were already around uh I'm sure they pr- were. prior to that in, in you know cuz i i could imagine that that a lot of those folks uh would have would have previously been in the city yeah um, and, but they weren't necessarily hedge funds there they were a lot of traders right. which yeah, it was a little different, and also people who were there maybe like, some cross pollination, but people who they were like supporting the 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 trading floor and all that it doesn't exist anymore, um, or, or Wall Street exists like the the stock exchange exists, but but it's yeah it's not it's as many people very different beast. Interestingly enough, there's a building nearby, a very old building that has marks on the side from a terrorist attack that happened on Wall Street in 1920, it killed 33 people, and you could still see the. Uh, it would be like if they damaged the World Trade Center and they just left it. Hmm. And so that building is still there. Uh, that was by like an anarchist kind of a terrorist from, uh, I think, it was like a European kind of um, guy uh, in 1930. And I remember they, the, the reaction to that one's very different. That's a very interesting historical thing because hmm. it, it was like they were back to work the next day. Um, okay, so rebuilding downtown Manhattan, that was something we made progress on. Now, it was... Uh, So the cleanup ended in May 2002. I think bodies were found for years later. Um, There was a little ceremony for it. In uh, Later on in 2002, World Trade Center 7 started going up, and they decided to build the same building a little higher. That was actually recommended for the Twin Towers, just rebuild the Twin Towers as was a little higher. There was also one thing going around online where it was like, uh, you know, these email lists that you're on where they would give you like... uh, uh, you know, five, they, they, they like rebuilt, uh, you know, they photoshopped in like five twin towers where you're like giving the finger and it's like, come and get it. Terrorist. I, I remember yeah. seeing that one. Yeah. 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 And, um, well, because there, there was, there was a lot of, uh, debate and discussion about what, what the design for the rebuilt towers should be that, that went on for, for, I feel like for years. Yes. Yes. So, um, they rebuilt seven pretty quickly because it's one site across the street and, um, how do I be nice about this? Nobody really cares about World Trade Center 7. So, uh, but it's a nice building. I've been in there. I've been, the Machine Learning Symposium was in there. Um, so when I moved in 2006, they decided to use World Trade Center 7, newly reopened, to unveil the plans for the World Trade Center site. And I was like, this is cool. I'm going to go to this. And so I went to this. I went to a floor of the World Trade Center 7. The whole floor is open. They didn't even have the walls yet hmm. with the different offices. Like, you can see the whole floor. And they had their whole their whole plan there. Not, not that that was the plan design, just they hadn't finished building it out? or, or... They, hadn't been, they hadn't put the walls and the dividers. So it was like the entire floor hmm. was like one giant office. Whereas, you know, even if you want big open space, you might want a section for like an auditorium and a section gotcha. for like, yeah. So these are big buildings. And so... 
In this design, you had world, one World Trade Center, which at the time was called the Freedom Tower, still called the Freedom Tower sometimes, that's the big one that went up, but then also World Trade Centers 2, 3, 4, and 5, not as tall, but they're going to be uh, very tall buildings as well, kind of like World Trade Center 7, and maybe even taller, between, between 7 and 1. So okay. one yeah. World Trade is taller than the, um, than, than the Twin Towers were, and then those other four or five or whatever are close. Um, they were also deconstructing the Deutsche Bank building, which had been damaged too much uh, to, to be functional. They were still deconstructing that when I was there. And there were like some fires there from time to time because I don't know why fires would start, but like things were all messed up inside there maybe, you know? And so, the, so it was kind of, um, it was kind of like dangerous to be there uh, when they were demolishing it. Um, but, um, oh, I forgot about, in terms of planes into building, I forgot about there was a plane into an IRS office in 2010. Okay, we'll skip that. Let's talk about the rebuilding. Oh, yeah, and the Times Square attempt, also in 2010. Huh, 2010, two, two things that year. Wasn't successful. Okay, so World Trade Center starts getting built in 2006. People are very upset about the delays. It's actually called Pataki's Pit at one point uh, by the media because the Port Authority seems to be delaying the rebuilding of it, and that's controlled by the state government. Pataki was the governor at the time. Um, and then uh, the museum pools open in 2011, so those are the footprints of the building. Those are now pools of waterfalls going down, and it's actually kind of nice because you smell, you know, you're in New York City, but there you just smell water, mm. like fresh water, which is kind of nice. And the names of people, uh, the names of the, the victims are all around the, uh, the pools. And people leave like flags there and, um, you know, there, there'll be a ceremony there uh, in, uh, in, in a few days. Uh, and then the museum opens in May of 2014. I was actually in that museum um, that first couple of weeks. It was only like families of first responders were allowed in. But for some reason, I was there. Somebody got a ticket. <laughs> I don't know why. But anyway, I was there the first week. And it was like, no, you know what? I think it was like 3 in the morning. So it must have been a situation where like you can go at 3 in the morning if you want. Uh, but a very powerful museum. I, I recommend uh, people go there. A lot of stuff about the construction of these buildings and some of the artifacts that were found. Even when building the New World Trade, they found artifacts from things that existed there before the original World, World Trade Center. Um, so, and then later that year in 2014, uh, the uh, first tower went up. Uh, and then in 2016, the Oculus opened up, which was the new, uh, which is right next door. That's the new uh, a train station. It's actually pretty nice. Very high-end stores in there. Uh, there's an Apple store. Uh, there's a Casper mattress. There's a, uh, but, and you can, go, you can go to New Jersey if you want for some reason. Um, and uh, I have actually went to New Jersey uh, a few times. Uh, I don't know why, what I was thinking, <laughs> but I did it. So that's sort of when you feel like it's complete. But um, that site is really came back and was developed uh, quite a bit. And it's actually like you know, way better than it was. 
And there's actually ongoing development in there because there's still two towers waiting to be built. Tower mm. two. Now, three and four are already up. So you have already a lot of big buildings there. Tower two is on its way. Tower five is planned. So it's still ongoing in development. But really, over the next few years, that neighborhood came back in the city. And the city was kind of in the middle of a golden age at that point, which sadly has ended in, in the last few years. But, uh, but um, uh, it, 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 New York City really felt like, you know, the most resilient place in the world after that happened. Yeah, there was. It, it certainly uh, bolstered that that reputation, that attitude that New Yorkers can handle anything, um, and and perhaps deservedly so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, without getting into what's going on now, but well. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, it's um, it, it 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 really felt like, you know, it 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 really felt good to like live down there, and then later on to like, you know spend time down there and like do things down there. Um, even with the, even with the history. And then you learn like the history down there is, is way more varied. Like a lot of American history took place in that general area. So you're right. We should have ended with, with you talking about the resiliency of New York city. Um, and I, I think I, I would, I would like to end there. Um, this has been a, 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 a tough episode. I feel like my uh, my voice is getting a little bit uh, raspy right now. I don't know about you, but I feel yeah, like we should it's, close. It's up. a heavy one. We're 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 wearing ourselves out a little bit. But <laughs> All right. There, there were a lot of things that needed to be said. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. There are things that I wanted to say. So, okay. I I think we're we're about to wrap it up. Um, is there anything I missed that that needs to be said, or or we good? Uh, nothing I can think of. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it, it still feels like it's a little bit difficult to to convey how how different the world felt afterward. I and, remember walking by last year or the year before, being like when the museum first opened. I was like, "This is something that happened recently," and now I'm walking by, being like, "No, this is like ancient history now." And yeah, it was well, kind we've, of strange. We've now been. Uh, you know, more of our life has been lived after than before. That's a scary thought. Um, and, <laughs> and, you know, like, like I, like I said previously, uh, for, for, I think for our generation, this was the equivalent of, uh, you know, the, the, the Kennedy assassination. It's one of those moments that, that you, you remember where you were and, and, and everything changed. Um, you know, maybe, maybe another parallel moment to that would be like the moon landing, but that was, that was, you know, a, a celebratory well, moment. Maybe Pearl Harbor. Yeah. For, for, yeah, if you, if you, you go back another generation before that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to wrap it up here. I don't know exactly how to wrap this up, but I feel like I've said everything that needs to be said. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess just re- remember that, uh, it's, it's not all, all facts and figures and timelines that, uh, the real, real people live that experience and, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I, it's shaped us. And I, and I think we, if I may say so, I think we did a good job of kind of, combining uh historical um facts with personal experience and i hope that uh, people got a lot of value out of that so all right uh that does it for today this uh monster (laughs) two-parter have a great week everyone that's the show to support the local maximum sign up for exclusive content and our online community at maximum.locals.com 
The Local Maximum is available wherever podcasts are found. If you want to keep up, remember to subscribe on your podcast app. Also, check out the website with show notes and additional materials at localmaxradio.com. If you want to contact me, the host, send an email to localmaxradio at gmail.com. Have a great week. Feel the power.